This is In the Know for Monday, July 11, the 192nd day of 2022. There are 173 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield Country Station, 1039 Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Plus, we'll give you a chance to win with a water cooler question. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. Busy? Yeah. Hair, busy. On, hair on Mach 10? Yeah, or, probably. Or I mean, r- rolling Mach yeah. 10 with your hair on fire. See, even I'm confused. <laughs> uh, in my lifetime, we've become very dippy people. Would you admit that we're dippy? Uh, with when it, Like condiment? Yeah. Would you, yeah, yes. you like to, to like, dip I'm, things. I'm, I'm definitely a dipper. Do you have a favorite kind of dip? Um, like for regular, I'm going to go with ranch, but I do love spinach and artichoke dip. All right. That's on the list. Queso is on the list. Buffalo chicken is on the list. Hummus is on the list. Guacamole is on the list, but you should not be surprised to learn the number one dipping sauce. Mm Mm-hmm. Salsa, of course. Yeah, you know, that's kind I like of the all one of those. Like, salsa is almost like in its own category. Yeah. It's uh, good stuff. Over there is uh, the five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee. Covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley. And the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. I'm I'm feeling pretty well rested. You you look well rested. Did you rest well over the weekend? Uh, sure. I, I, I guess. Just, I, just, I mean, <laughs> I, nothing more than I usually would. I guess. Really? What time is bedtime? Like what time? What time is Sam's bedtime? Well, it depends. Uh, I mean. Usually on. try to be, you know, between ten thirty and eleven. Okay, oh, okay. all right, ten thirty and eleven. All I right. mean, sometimes it's, it's a little later than that. I got sometimes it. it's <laughs> earlier. It just kind of depends. Yeah, I've I've moved beyond now. I no longer think that it's a, that you're going to bed early if you don't see, uh, you know, in my day it was Johnny Carson or David Letterman, and then uh, even Jimmy Fallon. It used to be like, well, you can't you can't go to bed until after the late news goes off, and then it, and now it's like ah, it's nine forty five. Yeah, okay, I'm good. I'm going good with going to sleep mm-hmm. if I need to. But it um, most people say the average American goes to sleep at 9.54. Interesting. You know, I'm still awake usually then. 9.54. I'm, and I'm, by the way, I'm, I'm probably still awake at 9.54. I might have said the day is over, devices stowed, all that stuff at 9.54. But that's awfully early in the Eastern time zone. Uh, lately, I'm... Um, earlier than that, yeah, by far. I mean, it's just, it just, it's just, it's a seasonal thing. It happens throughout, uh, throughout life. And I'm just worn out. Sometimes when you work hard and you got hot days and it's taking it out of you, it's just, you say, Hey, I got to, I got to call this. Hey, Saturday, thank God for the rain we had on Saturday. 
Uh, it might have impacted some of your plans, you know, say, oh, well, I was inconvenienced or I didn't get to do this or I didn't get to do that. But we needed the rain. And I hope that the majority of Kentucky got it. I have a feeling that they that they didn't. But there were some longer periods of rain showers, and that was nice. I doubt it's enough to stem the tide, uh, but it is at least enough to buy us some time. But the heat and humidity will return today. And we'll see a few downpours possible with a front moving through tomorrow. So greater likelihood of a rain shower tomorrow. But then if you can get beyond today, at least the high temperature for tomorrow is forecast to be about 90. But I have a feeling we're going to be in the uh, mid to upper 80s Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Then warm again on Saturday just for the in time for the Twin Lakes National Fiddlers Championship. And then... But no uh, rain. Yeah, I mean, it's, but you know what strikes me odd? Typically, Sam, if it's under 20%, they don't list it. But mm-hmm. the fact that they put a 10% chance of rain on Saturday mm-hmm. means they're almost like hedging their bets a little bit. But mm-hmm. mostly sunny, and we'll call it a high of 93 for today. Mostly clear, a low of 73 for the overnight. And we'll see isolated showers tomorrow and a high of, uh, we'll call it 90. I'm sure that 10% would be over the Litchfield Public Square. <laughs> Probably it's just going to hover. It's going to hover for that uh, hover for that day. There has not I haven't talked to you a whole lot about uh, Russia and Ukraine in the last month or so. There've been other things dominating the the news cycle, at least the national news cycle. But I did read this morning where dozens of Ukrainian emergency workers labored yesterday to pull people out of the rubble after a Russian rocket attached uh, attack smashed into an apartment building in eastern Ukraine, killing at least 15 people. More than 20 people were believed still trapped. That strike was uh, late on Saturday. Destroyed three buildings in a residential portion of Ukraine. So, yes, the situation between Russia, or the aggression and the war waged by Russia against Ukraine is still underway. Closer to home, some of the headlines that are in the news cycle this morning. The Grayson County Sheriff's Office is investigating a shooting involving a mother and adult son. This happened Saturday night just before 8 o'clock. The um, uh, person familiar with the investigation said a woman shot her son in the hip. With I'll, a sm- I'm going to just interject. It's not yeah. a son. It is not, not a son. A son. No. Okay, It is All somebody right. who is living at the home. Someone living at the home. Very good. So that was an initial report. But we have now learned that the person who was shot, well, the victim was a 42-year-old Jeremy Stennett of Clarkson. He was airlifted from a field about one mile away from the home on Grayson Springs Road, which was in the 6600 block of Grayson Springs Road. So the um, and reports are the shooting suspect was interviewed by uh, LPD at their headquarters for a couple of hours and then released. So we expect some additional information and uh, increased detail coming up sometime later on today. Two men, uh, Breckenridge County, two Breckenridge County men have been accused of murdering a Harned woman. State police say 53-year-old Rodney Jones of Hardensburg and 33-year-old Boris Drain of Harned uh, have been arrested and each charged with murder in the death of 59-year-old Beverly Smallwood. Of Harnett, Drain was additionally charged with tampering of physical evidence and abuse of a corpse. Smallwood was found deceased by the Breck County Sheriff's Office at a Harnett Road residence on Thursday. In uh, saw on um, train versus train versus semi truck uh, over the weekend in Hardin County. Saw that. Also saw where the Elizabethtown Police Department have arrested a man accused of stealing a woman's car with a baby inside the vehicle, 28-year-old 
Uh, Joshua Thomas was arrested and charged with first-degree robbery, kidnapping, possession of a controlled substance, and fourth-degree assault. The uh, report says that Thomas and a woman were in a vehicle and stopped at a red light at the intersection of North Dixie Avenue and 31W when the suspect and woman began arguing. She put the car in park, took the keys out of the ignition, told him to get out of the vehicle. He responded by striking her and then took the keys and drove off with her 10-month-old baby in the car. She was left on the side of the road. He was arrested soon after the incident on Woodland Drive. The child was uninjured, but uh, he was arrested and charged <laughs> and clearly capable of making solid life decisions. What's his neck with the, you uh, say? Well, I don't know. Probably. It's either I been... was going to say Kentucky, but I'd, I, I, it doesn't look like Kentucky. What's his first name? Uh, I don't... Um, it's gone. Where did this, I was wondering if it's maybe Joshua Thomas. Uh, okay, so it's not because it looks like K E something. So. And then it maybe it's K E T. Maybe he's a fan of. But K-E-T. it almost looks like a there's a, a star cat or something in the. I center. think it's a star. To me, it center. looks like the star. Like uh, you it see looks like badges, a like a sheriff's yeah. deputy uh, badge. Okay. You have sheriff's deputy star. All right, yeah. So maybe maybe oh, he's a, he's aspiring. He's an aspiring sheriff, most yeah, likely. Yeah. A Kentucky school district. I mean, just I'm, that's the context clue I'm giving. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he was just trying to gain some experience of how the law enforcement process worked, right? Sure. What better way? Uh-huh. What better? Oh, what, yeah. Well, I mean, they require you to get tased before you can use a taser. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, before you can be a sheriff, probably want to get arrested a time or two, just see how it's uh, you know the drills. Well, sure. Yeah, customer relations. No, yeah. understand how your customers feel. A Kentucky school district has banned middle and high school students from using backpacks to address safety concerns. Knox County Schools will implement the policy when students return to school in August. School spokesperson Frank Shelton says the policy will prevent students from using a bag to conceal items. He said this is that is one less method that a student has to bring something into the building. The policy will not apply to elementary school students. So this puzzled me. I guess I'm part of me is surprised that it hasn't happened before now. Uh, when we go to certain places, concerts, sporting events, things, uh, UK football games, there it has been more common that you have to use a transparent uh, bag, which you can buy at stores, and so you carry in whatever. And it has it is to be you, below like a certain a certain size. Yeah, yeah something it has to like be, yeah has to be limited uh, for good reason. I mean, you don't need to be, I don't know that many U.K. football games you need to be carrying a beach bag in, do you? That's right. No, and absolutely not. And for multiple reasons, I, I think I think that universities have been, it's, it's not just weaponry that they're trying to keep you from bringing in. It's other various contraband, perhaps the type that they either might not want you consuming in their stadium or that they might not wanting you bringing your own snacks in instead of buying snacks, you know, from buying their ice cream cone or whatever it whatever it might be. Because who doesn't love a twenty five dollar ice cream? Cone? That's exactly right. But I just we're to this point now where schools are faced with the decision of doing this, and um, I would like to think that elementary school students. I, I do think it's good that they're doing a carve out for, for elementary school students. And I wish that they didn't have to consider this for middle and high school students, but the fact of the matter is at least one school district does. Are we aware of any other schools that have this policy? Uh, in northern Kentucky, where my little brother went to preschool or something, he had to have a see-through backpack, which is really? not the same thing, but he had to have a see-through 
Uh, so I think his was like mesh or something. So I have uh, questions as far as, so are we to a point where technology is so advanced that we're relying upon iPads or whatever type of tablet, okay? Or are we going to have to go back to the day of Little House on the Prairie where we use a leather strap, leather strap yeah. to go around our books? I mean, you know, I think some you're seeing kids a lot, I mean, take on a lot of high-level classes, and the books are large. You can't carry, I mean, I guess you can, but, I mean, that's a lot to carry. So what's the answer to that? I think you're seeing a lot more Chromebook work. That's what I'm thinking. I was going to say, we're in the middle of the transition. The textbook, the textbook era, while we might still be languishing in it, we are making the exit from the textbook world, at least the printed textbook world. And, and I mean, for the people who have made millions and millions of dollars off textbooks over the, over the years. a bunch of criminals. Yeah, I mean, the model is, the model I mean, is amazing on how it works, and they had you, have you held over a barrel. You $300 a on a textbook. You're it's not ridiculous. that special. Some of those books you go, what in the world? But. And then you get into the classroom, and the professor's like, "Guess what? We're not using the book." Mm-hmm. Sure, like, oh, oh, but the great. but the university made you buy it because they own uh-huh. the bookstore, um, or and then they'll give you five partners with back the bookstore. So Chag Chag worked out really well for us. Even Amazon oh, worked yeah. out really well for yeah. us. But you can tell. So the model, the business model is changing, and the textbook in printed printed heavy form is going away, which really should reduce the capacity needed for backpacks. But really what this comes down to in the end is it's putting the responsibility of transparency onto the parent and the student rather than the ability to catch contraband on the school and school personnel. Because the other move is metal detectors and person to personnel to run the metal detectors and Knox County may be saying, well, we can't afford that, but we can't afford to make you use a clear transparent backpack. Let's just say Grayson County High School. I mean, how many people would they have to have use the metal detectors? I mean, there's what, 12, 1,300 kids in the school on any given day? I mean, we not counting staff members and you got to scan them too. I mean, that's the anybody in and out of the building. Who's I mean, are you going to have to hire three people to run the metal detectors? Mm-hmm. And that's what school districts everywhere are going. Well, you just got it. This is more like walking through going, I'm showing you everything that I'm carrying in because you can see inside my backpack. Yeah, that's what you do when you, like, if you go to a Reds game, you have to stay, yep. put your phone in one hand, your uh-huh. keys in the other, and you walk through. Yeah, it's um, that that's certainly changing on the way, that, actually the way that happens. I've had to walk through with my eyeglass case in one hand and my phone in the mm-hmm. other. Oh, it's pretty much empty your pockets, yeah. If so, you maneuver around Disney very long, you yes. learn the tricks yes. of what they're scanning for and what they're mm-hmm. not because where you hold things mm-hmm. and all that. And, and, and to your point, Sam, if you think it, you've been in and out of a theme park, you've been in and out of a concert, just the that's where the backlog is. Everybody has to go through a mm-hmm. spot that's mm-hmm. 36 inches wide. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you know, they might have four of those or five of those, but everybody's got to flow through that one spot, and it's just time consuming. Oh, I forgot, and oh, I've got this, and I've got that. Especially, and, I'm the one thinking that uh, most of the time that I go to the high schools, I'm carrying in all of this equipment and everything. The last thing I want to do is have to carry equipment through. <laughs> By the way, we Sam, might get like a waiver. Of, hopefully, when I was in, when we were in uh, D.C. on the KBA delegation trip. 
there was not very much traffic in and out, but traffic in and out of the capital is very strict these days, and you had to be escorted. We got behind a crew from, like, CBS. Imagine them having to scan all of their gear well, through the... We were really worried when we went to Fort Campbell a few years ago for a football <laughs> oh, game because we thought, we thought, oh, I mean, we had crew members. Yeah, uh-huh. Anna was that. with us. I thought, yeah. you know, and she, I don't think, was 18 at the time, so we're thinking, oh, gosh, what is going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> we made it, though. They just looked in the back and they said, okay, y'all are good. It's a wonder y'all didn't end up at the recruiting office and everybody yeah. just join up. Well, oh, I guess they saw, dear. you know, we were in the Hummer, so it was like, <laughs> oh, you're a military-grade vehicle. Just, <laughs> just go on through. Yeah. Don't start a conflict. Yeah. A Kentucky man has been sentenced to more than three years in federal prison for fraudulently obtaining pandemic small business loans, totaling more than $1.3 million. Federal authorities say that he used some of the funds to pay off gambling debts. Rocky Blankenship of Versailles, or Versailles, was sentenced to 42 months on Thursday. A plea agreement said Blankenship, who is age 49, submitted fraudulent applications in April 2020 for four businesses he formed. The pandemic relief funds were provided under the PPP, part of the federal relief package in 2020. A West Kentucky judge is accused of misconduct violations. The Judicial Conduct Commission has filed a complaint against uh, accusing a Western Kentucky judge of misconduct. The complaint against 42nd Judicial Circuit Judge Judge uh, James T. Jameson. Judicial Circuit Court Judge James T. Jameson. Well, that's a very harsh. Uh-huh. That's a harsh uh, uh, title and name. Judge, Judge Jameson. He presides over. J- Judge James Jameson? What was his James name? James T. Jameson. There you go. Say that. Say Judge that. James T. Judy Jameson. Yeah. I got to throw Take a Judge Judy in there. Take out the T out. Judge James Jameson. Say Buford that. Buford T. Justice uh-huh. of Texas. Now I'm not even interested in what he was guilty of doing or alleged to have done, especially when you're talking about a judge, innocent uh-huh. until proven guilty. Hey, due process. Would you believe the Corvette Museum is 28 years old? Well, I mean, I'm a little older than that. You don't remember a time when the Corvette Museum wasn't in Bowling Green. I remember when the Corvette Museum didn't exist. I remember. Anyway, I went, it popped up in my memories. I think like eight or nine years ago was the first time I ever went. We popped up in my memories. I've only been in the Corvette Museum, I think, once, but I've been to the National Corvette Museum Motorsports Park. I've never done that. Oh, yeah, do that. That's fun. Uh, Trey Mullinax won the rain-delayed Barbasol Championship yesterday for his first PGA Tour title. Holding a 15-foot putt from the edge of the 18th green to beat Kevin Streelman by a stroke. Uh, who was it? Was it Scheffler yesterday that won and then got conveyed into the Open? This guy. This did. weekend. This guy. This did. guy. Did. This guy. Oh, he's going. Well, he's going to St. Andrews this week. Yeah. Well, can I go? Good luck. Congratulations to that guy. Uh, Novak Djokovic uh, won his seventh Wimbledon title. Over the weekend, do you see the guy he was playing, complaining about the person in the in the the stand, one of the patrons who was uh-huh. there. She was heckling him, and he was mad about him, her talking to him during points. And he, they, the chair asked him which one. He said, "The one over there, the one that looks like she's had seven hundred drinks." Oh, <laughs> it was it was funny. Uh, the Reds swept the Rays over the weekend. The Reds got, what, six and five on their homestand? Uh-huh. So won uh, uh-huh. four in a row. The Yankees split with the Red Sox. You're just going to bash over the fact that the Yankees are shaking in their boots right now. 
Because the red hot who? the red hot Cincinnati Reds are coming to the Bronx. No, I didn't think uh, the memes from Saturday night. Boston won in a walk off. It was an exciting game, and anytime you walk off, you know it's exciting. But the memes that said this is your reaction when you go from being sixteen games back in the division to fifteen games back mm-hmm. in the decision in the division. Well, but luckily, uh, they'll win. They'll get be able to gain three games this week because the Reds are coming in and it'll just be, you know. You just, think that's what uh-huh. it's going to be? Easy. Well, easy peasy. Maybe. We'll see. It's, easy. Uh, those, two, those two teams. So. Yankees aren't so tough. We've got to get to a break. We'll come back. We've got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is Blueberry Muffin Day. Is your tea that you drink, is it blueberry? It is. And it has a very blueberry smell to it. And now, I don't care for it. Now that you've said that, I've kind of been wondering as to what the... What smells like blueberry? Yeah, yes. I, I didn't know that it was necessarily it was something fruity. I couldn't put the. Uh, yes, it, it is, but it's the only flavor in what I'm trying to achieve. I don't mind. So, uh, I like blueberry muffins, though. Today is cheer up the lonely day. Today, it is swimming pool day. Today, you know what the only thing better? You know what the the one thing better than having a swimming pool is. A friend with a swimming pool. Yeah. Like, that's like they get to clean it and take care of it and pay for it and all that. And, I've enjoyed that discussion on Kentucky Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. From, I, didn't, didn't, I didn't realize that was one, but I do know probably what uh-huh. you're talking about now. And it is also, because it's 7-Eleven, it's Slurpee. It is. Day to day. So how far sam i'm sure you can figure this out pretty quick how far do we have to go oh. to get our free slurpee today i don't is there even one in kentucky i don't think i don't think 711 is present in kentucky uh we got so many dominating convenience stores uh you know franchises that i don't know that there's room for 711 i could be wrong uh, i'll bet it's along the margins i'll bet it's uh, you know it's across it's across the state line from a bigger Indi- uh, city like Indiana or Ohio. But uh, the Slurpee goes back to the Slurpee began being sold by 7-Eleven in 1967. Now, sometime we should have a test if we could get access to a Slurpee. You know, Slush Puppy or Slurpee. You know, like Slush Puppy invaded this area when I was a child. It was basically... The texture was different. A, a Slurpee, a Slush Puppy is more like shaved ice. Mm-hmm. A Slurpee is, a Slurpee to me is halfway between a Slush Puppy and a milkshake. It doesn't have milk in it, but the consistency of it is a smoother type of, like a, it's a, f- a more firm version of like the Orange Julius. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if I'm wanting that, there's only one option. If I'm thinking of something like that, Cook Ranch shaved ice. Obviously. Oh, sure. I mean, the, 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 well, I'm, I'm talking that the Cook Ranch didn't didn't exist in the 70s and 80s are when you, my are, palate was being are, formed. Are you sure about that? I I'm, mean, I'm 100% certain of it. Yes. Um, so I, I just, well, matter of fact, I I got to spend time with multi generations of the Cook Ranch on Friday, mm-hmm. and so I have a feeling it would have been. It would have been revealed to me had I, you know, had I had I known. I got I got to see the founders of Cook Ranch. You, uh, I'm sure. you have to go to Nashville, in that area, or if you wanted to stay in the state of Kentucky, you could go to Belfry. But uh, that's uh, you got to want to get to Belfry. There's a Seven Eleven in Belfry. Apparently, I'm sure I've had a 
what are they? A snow puppy? Is what is slush puppy? Slush puppy? Yeah. At it's some little, point, but I, I it's more. I had to be so young that I don't remember. It's more snow cone than it is slushy because it's like a, it's little bigger pieces of ice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That Belfry. falls into. Are this. there any bats in Belfry? <laughs> There's good football. I know that. Mm-hmm. Here are some groceries. I don't know. I got a report. I didn't. I meant to look this morning, but uh, I was told, and again, I can't confirm it, uh, that some gas prices locally start with a three. Now, have you observed that? I the gas stations that I drive by are usually about fifteen cents higher. Okay. Well, the ones I was buying yesterday in Caneyville were still a third of the way above. Uh-huh. A third of the way above the three dollar three ninety nine mark, but they are the going. I saw over the weekend was like four four eleven maybe. They're going in a better going in a better direction. The further you get, well, a lot of times it's an indication of how quickly they go through the fuel. Mm-hmm. Like you get, you know, a more remote mm-hmm. area where there's not as much demand. Mm-hmm. They turn their fuel volume over lower, which means theoretically, like Belfry. the price is <laughs> Belfry. And I can't believe Belfry's got a seven. That's what it says here. That must be where the founder is from. You know, like the guy who invented Seven Eleven must have retired to Belfry, Kentucky. Here are some grocery prices. You know, we all talk about groceries going up and being expensive. Here are some that really haven't gone up as much. Uh, strawberries. Strawberries really haven't spiked uh, spiked in price. It's peak season, so there's a surplus out there, and they the farms, the store where you buy strawberries from. They are sourced much closer than a lot of other things, so that means there's less transportation costs to get them there. Now, it doesn't mean they're from across town, but less fuel expense to get them. Vegetables, produce like cucumbers, potatoes, and onions have remained inflation-resistant. Tomatoes maybe have moved 2% in some areas. Breads have become increasingly more expensive, but they haven't really spiked as a result of inflation. Again, you may see some some small variations, but in mm-hmm. general, these have been a little bit recession proof or inflation proof. Tea, while some coffees have gone up by ten percent or more, tea has remained more or less the same price. And then pantry items such as cereal, pasta, crackers, chips, sauces, and condiments haven't seen huge increases in many areas. So, well, no, uh, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some things that I've noticed, but there's some that definitely have stayed the same. Here's a headline for you. What negative parenting looks like and its effects on children of all ages. What is negative parenting? It's when parents express negative emotions toward their children, handle them roughly, and the like. Instead of being nurturing and caring toward their children, parents went out of their way to make them not feel good about themselves via punishment. They are not only verbally abusive, but physically abusive uh, physically as well. Something that only serves to decrease self-esteem, confidence, self-worth, and more in children. So there are varying forms of negative. There are varying forms of uh, parenting styles. That is not to say that even good parenting doesn't have some negative. But it can't all be negative. Do you see, do you all happen to observe anybody socially in your Facebook or Instagram or Twitter feeds where everything they post has a negative connotation to it? Hmm. No, never know anybody like that. 
I had one, but uh, there's like there's a group. It's like you can go through and separate the different groups of people that post on Facebook. I had to like the people that post nothing unless it's something really important. You know, you've got the people that only post politics. Uh You got the people that uh, will post memes, which I appreciate you all because usually those will make me chuckle. Me too. And then you got the people who are always negative. Yeah. It it just, I have a feeling that if you could do a study on those people. Because you're you're talking about people who'd be like, ran out of toilet paper again this morning or something, you know, or. uh, Or even more so, they post something about a joyous occasion. uh Uh-huh but can't resist throwing in a negative component to it. Like, like we spent the day at Disney World, but it rained. Or or my cupcake only had 11 chocolate chips on it instead of 12. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, mm-hmm. like, like there are people that I observe and I go, whoa, those people must be the unluckiest, piece, uh, unluckiest people in the world because bad stuff seemingly only happens to them. Like, mm-hmm. how can it... What must it be like to be them because everything that happens to them is bad? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Isn't that amazing? Only four ice cubes in their in their McDonald's Coke instead of five. <laughs> but it would be interesting to see the person who has a negative turn on everything. If you could follow the pathways of their raising back, it would be interesting to see if that is cyclical and if it's generational. And because if you have – if you're – punished all the time or if you're if you're the parenting you receive is all negative aren't i mean doesn't it stand to reason that then you probably then are this study says that you're more likely if you're the if you are raised in a negative household or you are raised via negative parenting that you are more reliant upon the approval of others like peer pressure so if you are, well, everything I do is negative, so I'm going to do the stuff that gets applause, well, your peers are going to be like, oh, here, uh, jump off this bridge or you know, do whatever it is to amuse me, <laughs> and you're more likely to do it. It also says that negative parenting shrinks brains. Like positive, re- positive reinforcement, even if it's not, even if it's not you did this the best, mm-hmm. but even if it's just to encourage and go, all right, let's do a little better, or let's you know, kind of have to. Well, it's not then, fun that, to be that. Should grow brains. It's not angry, you know, angry Amy all the time. You know, you gotta. Are you sure? I think I some think people for think some it is. People oh, yeah. they enjoy it, oh. but I don't understand why. Well, I mean, I'm a pessimist, but I'm I'm not like that at yeah, all. It's, it, and when it comes to parenting, what I've read and what I, I try to do it, it's to be specific. So instead of saying, oh, that was a great job, be specific. Find something, you know, we'll take Alea and T-Ball, for example. That was a really great hit. You know, uh, you ran really fast. It, it's not just good job. You're supposed to be mm-hmm. specific with your positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. And then you get some parents who'd be like, but you struck out that one time. And that is... That, you struck that out is, in T-ball. And yes, that's what you are to yeah. avoid. And I mean, it's just like, I know that I touched, you know, the Reds just swept somebody. I'm in a Reds Facebook group and you look at that, the Reds just swept a really good team. It's been a terrible year for the Reds. And if you go in that Facebook group right now, you'd see people who'd say, well, that one guy got out that one time. It's like, just enjoy, mm-hmm. enjoy the moment sometimes. Right. 
Yeah. Uh, well, we were when my dad and I were having the conversation. Uh, I think it was probably on Friday, and the Yankees had a 16 game lead in the decision. Mm-hmm. We in the division, we were still going like, eh, I mean, they but they are. It's like, well, it's just it's sometimes it's human nature because and, they and, haven't played the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, of yet. course, uh, kids who are raised in homes where negative parenting is the norm will face a host will face a host of negative effects. Of the parenting style, including feeling shame, believing labels put uh, parents put on them, needs to be always need to be always in control, excessive rebellion, emotional issues, behavioral issues, aggressive tendencies, and inability to follow directions at school. Uh, it impacts kids in elementary school. It impacts kids in middle school, and it certainly impacts um, impacts uh, kids in. High school. It says how to change negative parenting. Many kids, many parents believe that they need to resort to negative parenting in order to get their kids to stay in line and do what they are told. But what is really happening is that parents are conditioning their kids to rely on their peers. And while those peers may provide a sense of stability, they may not be the best influences when it comes to making life decisions. So I read another thing. There's an, something called gentle parenting or respectful parenting. And it has it has some again, I think that it's, it has to be a balance of all things. It can't be it can't be everything, you know, Hercules, Hercules, you're wonderful, yeah, you do no great. wrong. It cannot be that, without a doubt, because you do have to love your kids enough to tell them when they didn't do something well or when it needs to be corrected. But this says that you should just it it's it says respectful parenting and I kind of like that. When you see your kid doing something that their behavior needs to be modified, understand them, right? Like listen to them and and allow them to be understood and then encourage them to think about it differently and be part of the, you know, what you could do is or maybe we should do it this way in, or in a lot of ways probably pretty good chance you did the same exact thing well i mean without it without it oh listen listen the world would have ended a long time ago if there was not do as i say not as i did type of thing Uh. but it does mean we went through a generation of dads who were just you know just there everything was and the discipline was left on them and do this and do that and now it's more about just changing your tactics a little bit you know, it's just we all want to be heard. We all want to be understood. You know, well, you're feeling this way, but yeah, you know, but maybe there's a different way of feeling about it or whatever. So, anyway, not easy, but uh, information to consider. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got the water cooler question on the way here on In the Know. Whoa! Did you know Jamaica is the only country in the world whose flag does not contain red? White or blue? Interesting. All other countries, including Liechtenstein, just fun to say Liechtenstein, have red, white, and blue, but not Jamaica. So, Cool Runnings is uh, green, black, and yellow. yellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and there's white in there too. If you really, I bet I think. Sheldon Cooper had. This a... says there's not white in there. I thought in there like white speckles in the, in the in that Brazil or maybe I'm, uh, thinking, maybe I'm getting it yeah the, you're thinking of Brazil that has the planet oh yeah that yeah, has yeah, the yeah, earth yep, yep, yeah yep, that's yep, the Brazilian right. flag yep, you're right the cool runnings is what Sheldon Cooper's what 
I have a feeling that Sheldon Cooper had a fun with flags. <laughs> probably did. Um, he probably podcast. had an entire episode mm-hmm. of uh, of just that. Here's today's water cooler question. If you've not won in the last 30 days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win. You're going to text your answer to 270-259-6000. Text the answer to 270-259-6000. Going to give you uh, some tickets to uh, give your choice of theme park tickets and then uh, also, we'll throw in two tickets to the Sawyer Brown Alex Miller Show Sunday, September fourth, at the Amphitheater uh, at uh, Valley Park. And so you get two tickets to that, so you'll have that dialed in, and then give you your choice of theme park tickets for uh, for your trouble. Uh, by the way, remind me about I need to ask you about entertainment for this weekend here in just a moment. Um, or yeah. Is this so, an on-air question? Yeah, it's an on-air question. Okay. Were you looking at Sam? But both of you, I uh, one of you remember uh, remind me. Okay, well, I'm going to write that down because I won't remember. Here's today's water cooler question: Eighty-seven of one hundred people said when traveling on an airplane, this is the worst thing a fellow passenger can do. Eighty-seven out of one hundred people said when traveling on an airplane, this is the worst thing a fellow passenger can do. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. 87 out of 100 people said when traveling on an airplane, this is the worst thing a fellow passenger can do. Is it one of my pet peeves? Yeah, yeah, you would definitely not um, like this. Yeah. Okay, well then now i got to take off because one of them that I was going to put was something that I know that you do. <laughs> oh, I know what that one is. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, you wrote down, try to get off before everybody else, didn't you? Oh, uh, okay. Yes. Um, yes. If you... Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I mean, you, you can see I put stand-up when... That's funny. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a laundry list over here. So, I mean... <laughs> You're going to need both sides of your paper? Yeah. I'm, I mean, I could go all day. Okay. Um... Oh, yeah, your entertainment this weekend. The weekend box office. Yeah, I'll get to that in just a moment. The weekend box office this weekend, Thor, Love and Money or whatever. Thor, Love and Thunder debuted $143 million to win the weekend. Minions, The Rise of Gru at two. Top Gun Maverick at three. Elvis at four. Jurassic World Dominion at number five. I did see a headline that said, Miles Teller, who plays Rooster in Top Gun Maverick, is saying that he and Tom Cruise have discussed a third installment. Okay. Hold up now. Let's pump the brakes on this They're gonna car. They're going to wait 30 years for that? Uh, well, if they wait 30 years, it's okay with me. You can do it in 30 years. That's fine. But, listen, you... You don't want an 85-year-old Tom Cruise? The or? fact that they could maneuver the High Wire Act to have the majority, the overwhelming majority of people who grew up, like, they won't... When they remake Dirty Dancing, you won't have that same percentage of people walking away from the remake of Dirty Dancing going, I think it was as good or better than the original. It's not going to happen. Like, that's once in a lifetime you get a movie that can come along after a sequel 30 years later and go, you know, that rivals. That rivals the original. It's true to form. It's not overly campy. Don't go back to the well again on this. Mm -hmm. Leave it alone. You made a... As as Forrest Gump would say, you made more money than Davy Crockett on this movie. <laughs> don't don't overdo it. Okay. But the thing is, is they know your age group would go see it. I'm not so sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he would or not. 
Well, I'm just I didn't stubborn say you. and determined enough. I didn't that. say you. I said your age group. Of course, we, people are starving for things mm-hmm. at the cinema, so mm-hmm. you'd really don't. Like, I'm considering going, do I want to go see that Elvis movie? Just because there's nothing really else to watch. Uh-huh. What about Thor? No, no interest in Thor. I've heard. I was told. I can wait on that one. There's some interesting uh, topics about goats in Thor, though. Doesn't that intrigue you? Mm, no, no, not, not one, not one single bit. Um, th- Thor is the type. Elvis has a whole lot to do with Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like oh, yeah, I'm be supporting Tom Hanks by going and watching that. Doesn't Thor of one of the Hemsworth brothers, though, right? Doesn't yeah. That, doesn't that excite you? No, not at all. No? It doesn't excite me to the point I can't <laughs> uh-huh. wait for it until it shows up on my television at home. Neither of those excite me. Uh, Tony Sirico, who played uh, who played Pauly, um, Paul Thierry, Thierry on uh, Sopranos, the guy with the wings, okay. Pauly yeah. Walnuts, okay. he passed at age 79 on Friday. Oprah Winfrey's dad, Vernon, passed away on uh, over the weekend as well. So did Barry Larkin's dad died over the weekend. Oh, yeah? We're talking I about fathers. I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah, because he, he called a game the same day that happened. He did. Was, yeah. Uh, oh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Scrolling over. Da, 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 Somebody's got to get it. I mean, right? You would think. Um, For 87%? No, 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 no. It can be obscure, no, no. right? Actually, actually, it is not. No, this is. No one's it gotten is, it? It is, it is not. Really? Nope. It's not obscure. No one's gotten it. No one's gotten it. Yeah, no no one has gotten it yet. I mean, you I like might I... be beating around the edges of it, but no one no nope. one has uh, so no one. Is, has are you in the 87%? Uh, I wouldn't No, I wouldn't do this. Well, it's Oh, am I in the 87%? Get annoyed by uh, this, right? Maybe. I, I don't I don't know. It, it, is it because you've never been put in a position? No, it's yeah. not that. It's just it would be more in the list of things for you to worry about. It's I not can't the give top. you an explanation of why it wouldn't be a huge deal. For I mean, I wouldn't like it, but uh-huh. after you hear the after you hear the answer, I'll explain to you why. I might. So the Twin Lakes National Fiddlers Championship is coming uh, on Saturday, it and is. so I found out the the concert Saturday night is the Cleverleys. All right, which is a clever name. Uh, the Cleverleys, I must know more. I fancy myself as sometimes being a little clever. So I need to know. Well, I ran across the Cleverleys. So this is the Cleverleys. Doing no digging. And I think I listened to this on Friday. And I thought... So conflicted. Oh, so am I. I want to love it so much. Like, it's genius. I mean, it's different. I mean, they did a good job of... It's genius. Right? I mean, it's... Yeah, I struggle a little bit, but I'm like you. I, there's something about it. And you know how my, I have strong feelings about people doing others. It seems wrong, but it's oh so right. Like, and then, by the way, they go into Macklemore here in a minute. I like the way you work I love this. We got to get to a break. I'll tell you the answer to the water cooler question coming up here on In the Know. Uh, it was better before. By calling it stankin' awesome, though. Well, it's a it's a mashup between these two. They just go from one to the other. This is stankin' awesome. 
I mean, listen, it, it, it is they're stepping out there outside the uh, bluegrass genre with something that's cool and hip. I, I mean, I gotta. I, it's not terrible. I, I'm loving it. I mean, I'm just thinking, oh, this is stinking, stinking. This is stinking. Well, I mean, they can't really go with. The, I mean, they're, they're not going to perform on the square in Litchfield if they don't change the lyrics to that song. So, <laughs> I like. It didn't even go, you know, FRE, you know, freaking. Yeah. So that's know. my uh, stanking. Stanking uh-huh. is, oh, uh-huh. so it's a universal better uh-huh. better word. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's what, that's my point to ponder. Am I in on the Cleverleys? I think I'm in on the Cleverleys, without a doubt. Because, by the way, if you've not seen the video, this is from their Radio Bristol sessions. You can mm-hmm. find it on YouTube. And their attire, though, is you can tell they go, like, they look like a bluegrass group, but you can tell they've paid very close attention to their fedoras and their leisure suit jackets. And mm-hmm. it's, Listen, when I heard the Cleverleys, I thought, oh, well, the Cleverleys, that sounds all right. But then you see them in their presentation, like, this is uh, this is solid work. So anyway, so they'll we, be in Litchfield on Saturday night. We're going to see you tearing up the dance floor then? Gonna, probably not going to tear up the dance floor, but, uh, you know. It's a, I know that there's somebody in the building that probably would, right? Uh, uh, oh, without a doubt. Absolutely. Uh, last minute, by the way. Uh, last minute, I'm going well, to say, me. have to say. I had to give. Was it you? Was it well, you too? Not me. No. I guess it's you. There, there's a little girl here. That's, oh. the one that, I, that's the one I'm talking about. Well, I mean. Once you get me somewhere, if there's dancing, okay, all right. I was I just mean, trying to see if you were. I was trying to I, see if you were putting yourself in I'm that group. I'm a participant. Okay, eighty nine sixty new last minute socks. Taking your socks off, eighty nine sixty new taking your socks. We had some shoes off, but we hadn't had any take your socks off until eighty nine sixty. Got it, and that's why that's my thing. If you've already taken your shoes off. Mm-hmm. I am like, all right. But now I will take my shoes off on an airplane. Now, I might be wearing flip-flops, but I will take them off. But even if I'm wearing tennis shoes, but I'm telling you, my shoes don't stink. Like, my shoes powering. My shoes don't stink to the point where you're going to go, that guy took his shoes off. Mm-hmm. All right. So, and I'm not waving my feet around either. I might just take mm-hmm. them off and slip them off in, like, the seat in front of me. I might do that. But... Mm-hmm. I'm also not drying my swimsuit or not putting my arms over the headrest in front mm-hmm. of me or anything like that. So Yeah, it's funny. Like of all the things, taking your socks off, like eighty seven out of one hundred. Eighty seven out of one hundred. It's mean, like that I final have so many more. Final yeah, barrier. Well, I'm, I'm in the eighty seven percent. Well that's keep, why I'm too like on. you wear flip flops. You wear flip flops on the yes. plane all the time. Well if you take your flip flops off, what's the big deal? Well, yeah, and I do it for expediency. Okay, Jerry Seinfeld. It's all the same. Uh-huh. I mean, if your foot is exposed, your foot is exposed. Right. All right. On television tonight, apparently The Bachelorette or something returns. Are you sure it's not Love Island? Oh, uh, I mean, that could be know. too, but I know it's The Bachelorette. The Bachelorette season 19 on ABC, Claim to Fame on ABC, POV on PBS, and Better Call Saul on AMC. Is that a season premiere of Better Call Saul? It, or is it a finale? It, well, it says new. Uh, it doesn't say it's a premiere. It says an unexpected visitor. For, it oh, just says yeah. AMC. It just okay. says new. I was curious because I know I think they're in their final season, but I didn't know whether this is the last one or the first one of the last season. We have to watch Big Brother from last night, uh, tonight. Today's highlight in history. I heard there was a little controversy going on with Big Brother. I was reading. I just saw a headline. I didn't somebody, dive into somebody it. Somebody retweeted something from mm-hmm. one of those fan sites, and uh-huh. so 
Somebody showed me like and po- that's, Pooch was embattled, and I, I was like Pooch couldn't couldn't, t- couldn't tell you anything. Pooch made a strong move the other night, so I don't I don't know what's been going on. I don't have to go. I don't watch the Big Brother live feeds or anything like that. Uh, today's highlight in history is this date on 7-11-1804, Vice President Aaron Burr mortally wounded former Treasury Secretary Alexander Hamilton during a pistol duel in Weehawken, New Jersey. So if you, those of you who have seen Hamilton recently, you'll know Spoiler alerts. that they there was a skirmish at the 7-Eleven. They argued over what flavor was the best Slurpee. Coke. Uh, Aaron Burr said Coke. Uh, Alexander Hamilton said raspberry, and they were right there in the parking lot of the 7-Eleven in Weehawken, and they argued and said, well, we'll just duel it out, and they did. In 1798, the U.S. Marine Corps was formally reestablished by a congressional act that also created the U.S. Marine Band. In 1859, Big Ben, the great bell inside the famous London clock tower, chimed for the first time. Babe Ruth made his Major League Baseball debut, debut this day in 1914. He was the original Alex Otani he pitched for the Boston Red Sox to a 4-3 to three victory over Cleveland. I don't know if he had a home run that day or not. Yeah, no. I was... Otani is a two-way all-star again, isn't he? He's good. He's good. I mean, the Angels have the two best players in baseball, and that's about it. The Angels have the two best? Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. I'd take them over any other two players in the game right now. You would? I would. Just because they have the big contracts? Oh, I'm not taking contracts. I'm just talking. I mean, Otani. I mean, because you get him two ways, and then Trout's unbelievable. Hmm. I mean, Judge is fine, but I mean, if you're they're sleeping on a certain 99 in the Bronx, if you're seven foot six, you should be able to hit the ball very far. Birthdays today is he's not seven foot six. He's a big guy. He's a big guy. Suzanne Vega is 63 today. Richie Stambora is 63. Lil' Kim is 48. Alicia Cara is 26 today. John Quincy Adams was born this date in 1767. Yule Brenner was born this date in 1920. Let's find chart toppers. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock. Bill Haley rock, and the Thomas, number five, one, seven, 1955. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock, we're going Wait, to rock. You were, you were mentioning the duel for, for Hamilton and Burr. In high school, I was a student member of the of the Boone County Board of Education, and beforehand, I had to swear that I'd never been in a duel. Mm-hmm. So it was just it was. I had to swear that oath a few times uh-huh. as planning my, commissioner. Uh, I had to... My, I remember one of my teachers really wanted me to whip out the code of conduct book and swear on the code of conduct book, since you're on the board of education. Mm-hmm. But we, you uh, just did some normal swearing. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. The Beach Boys, I Get Around, number one in 64. Should I tell the kids in our audience, to, should I remove the factoid about the Slurpees that Hamilton and Burr really didn't argue over Slurpees? No, I think you leave it. You I mean, they it. were at the 7-Eleven. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They were there in the parking lot uh-huh. of the 7-Eleven. Maybe they were fighting Weehawken. over it. Oh, one of the tornadoes or a hot dog or something. Billy Preston, number one. With Will It Go Round in Circles, number one in 73. Can you, both of our positions are done, though. Are we allowed to go into a duel now? Or does that Speak swear for yourself. Last, <laughs> last the rest of our lives? I may be governor before it's all over, so... 
I mean, you can't tell me. True. I, I can't. It's have never fought a duel. Not well, have I, you fought a duel in the last day I or so. Did you hear a update last week that said that uh, apparently James Comer says that there's two more Republicans. I did hear him say that. Getting in, so mm-hmm. and they apparently will be the two front runners. That's so what he said. I was like, I'm still puzzled by that. Are, Human, you, are you not one of them? Could be. Interesting. The Human League, Don't You Want Me, was number one in 82. EMF, Unbelievable, in 91. It's going to be me in sync in 2000. Pitbull, I Know You Want Me, uh, in 09. And meant to be BB Rexa four years ago today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today says, Don't work for recognition. Do work worthy of recognition. Don't work for recognition. Do work worthy of recognition. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.